welcome to a brand new episode of Markers on the Map. Each week it's games, news, and more from the classics to the current gen as we explore gaming's infinite ever-changing landscape. Check out the gaming adventure on Twitter at Markers on the Map, and thanks for listening. Okay, so, Robert, I got this request in from our our pal, Green Badoof. Oh, what does he want? It's either it's either something to do with his sleep problems, because he can't go to sleep without his nightlight, or it's something to do with his No Man's Sky new DLC coming out every, like, so often. Well, one of those is true. I talked to him about the nightlight. I said, maybe you should get a cooler nightlight. Like, I, I, we have this light here. It's not really a nightlight. I guess it can be used as one. It's got, like, like 16 different colors it can change into. It's like a moon. But no, no. What, what, what Green Badoof is talking about is, is related to No Man's Sky. Um, so he started a, a channel online recently. And uh-huh. he wanted us to take a look at his first upload and kind of critique him after the show. But I thought maybe we could watch a little bit of this to start the episode off with. So, uh, shall we? Uh, Green Badoo's gotta... first ever video. It's called, um, let's see what it's called. I'm going to go to his page. It's called uh, How to Get Antimatter in No Man's Sky. And in brackets it says Tutorial. And then it says Part 1. And it's all in caps. Mm. Or, or, do you think we're ready for this? <laughs> uh, I don't know if we have a choice, but uh, might as well. All right. For our friend Green Badoof, let's go ahead and press play here. Hey, hey, interwebs, what's up, what's up? It's it's your boy, uh, the verdant visionary himself, Green Badoof. And uh, I'm here, oh, well, first of all, you know, I'm a huge No Man's Sky fan. It is my favorite game. I'm a little nervous for my first ever video, but I think we're going to have a great time here today. Um, no Man's Sky Echo is a brand new update. They kind of teased it. Um, oh, by the way, happy 70th year anniversary to No Man's Sky. Uh, congrats to Sean and the team at Hello Games for turning the game around over the past seven years. I don't even know if I was bored by the time... Uh, uh, no Man's Sky first came out. I I remember my first, I, my earliest memory is episode fifty of Markers on the Map. Uh, so uh, you know we we're gonna get right into it today. Today I'm gonna teach you how to get antimatter in No Man's Sky. Um, but before we get started, this video is sponsored by Markers on the Map presents Trial by Energy. Now Trial by Energy is one of my favorite drinks. Um, actually it is my favorite drink. It's the reason I am the green Badoof I am today. Uh, you've got classic flavors like uh, Couch Co-op Cola. I really like that one. I'm a real big fan of Checkpoint Cherry. Plus, we got special characters like Berry Berry Blast Wave. We got uh, Green Great Badoof. And we got Gamekeeper Grapefruit, because that's how he'd say it. He, he'd do the grapefruit. Uh... So, yeah, you, you can go down to any shop in, in, in Gameland and you can pick up yourself a few cans and, yeah, I just really love it. Um, here, here, real happy here for my next, uh, my first video. Uh, this video is also sponsored by Meals on the Map. And at Meals on the Map, you can get the all-new... Hey, Robert, you, you mind if we scroll through some of these sponsors to get to the content of the video? 
It's the intro. Scrub through just a little bit more. Okay, I think he's going to start talking about it right here. And we cannot forget the other sponsor of this video, the streaming service on the... Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Nope. Like, he's got little marks on the on the, on the the video top that, 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 like, you know, the chapter select, but they don't really match up. We're going to have to tell him about that. Dude, uh, whose intro is 10 minutes long? <laughs> I can think of a few people whose intro is 10 minutes long. <laughs> All right, maybe here. Okay. All right, and now that we've got the sponsors out of the way, uh, we are ready to... I'm ready to teach you all how to get antimatter in No Man's Sky. So... The first thing you want to gonna do is press X to start the game. And after that, you will be prompted with a menu. And this menu will have a few different features. It'll have like new game, continue. Uh, oh, sorry. Let me let me back up for a second. First of all, you're gonna need to acquire the game No Man's Sky. I'm a big fan of the PlayStation 5, and I do believe that the PSVR 2 is a worthwhile investment for your No Man's Sky journey. So you're going to want to go to your local game store, and you're going to want to pick up uh, a copy of No Man's Sky, a PlayStation 5, and a PSVR 2, a worthwhile investment for your spacefaring journey. Um, Then then you're going to want to open up the... Oh my god. Just scrub through, like, towards the end or something. You're hitting, alright, here at the last part, I guess. Hopefully... He gets something out of it. And now that you've begun the game, you're ready to go get antimatter. Antimatter is the lifeblood of the No Man's Sky journey. And it's a real simple process of getting there. Once you land on your first planet, the HUD will start popping up and... Whew, I we're out of time for this week's video. Next week, we're gonna get really into it on our learning how to get antimatter on No Man's Sky journey. And... Boy, am I excited for the Echoes update. It's my favorite game. I play it with my best friend, Blastwave, all the time. We have a, It's just a great time. Uh, so make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe. Turn on notifications. Leave a comment. Oh, I just can't wait for my next one. This is Green Badoof, signing off. That's the video? That's it? But he didn't even teach us how to get antimatter in No Man's Sky. Alright, well, should we tell him or should we just let him figure it out? Well, we do have a show to do, so we're going to have to tell him after, but this video was like, all sponsors? Every product that Green Badoof likes was a sponsor in this video? (laughs) That's too, oof. Uh, I don't know, I guess, uh, good for him, got a lot of sponsors, Uh, I don't know. Robert, this was a 50 minute video. We gotta, we gotta get him under control with these sponsors. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, should he figure it out? Should we tell? I don't know. We, I, because I don't know. It's a lot of sponsors. Oh yeah. Well, as long as, <laughs> as long as he's getting that sweet, sweet ad revenue, I guess. But like, man, I wonder. Like at this rate, I wonder how many. <laughs> I wonder how many videos it'll be before we actually get to antimatter because the first time i got antimatter in no man's sky it was like seven or eight hours in maybe even longer and like he's i don't know about this you're gonna have to talk to our friend green but i digress we do have an episode of markers on the map today the weekly podcast gaming adventure i'm just looking at a message you just (laughs) sent me (laughs) Oh, anyway, 
My name is Daniel, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host Robert, to whom the question I ask at the beginning of every episode of Markers on the Map is, after we get past our 10-minute intro, <laughs> how are you doing? A uh, bit tired, uh, but I just know a bit tired, but It's okay still to say more fine. than a bit, too, because I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit tired, but all is well, you know, can't, you know... Who? What could it be better? But it's it's just it's fine. Nothing's nothing's really changed pretty much. How about you? Uh, I'd say a bit tired is probably how I'm feeling too. Um, it's been a, you know, it's getting back into the groove of things this week. Um, I know it's your your second week, quote unquote, getting back into the groove of things. Um, so yeah, I've been a bit tired. Um, I haven't actually got too much that I've been playing. Um, I have played one thing, so what we're going to do today mm-hmm. is we're going to start delving into a few items on the list. And, you know, if I wanted to, I could add, like, a lightning shock here, like a thunder noise, but I'm not going to because <laughs> thunder... I'm, I'm going to edit this podcast episode in our usual software and not not, not the other one. <laughs> um, so, before we get started on any of that, though, something's been rattling around in my head. Something that I totally forgot about and that I was rem- reminded of last week before we recorded, but we had a different intro last week. I can't even remember what it was because um, I've been, like, doing so much this week, but, like... They made a Lego rock band back in the day. Like, a version of rock band that was like... No a, way. And I totally forgot about it. No. That. They did. <laughs> no, you you pulling me now. you pulling my chain no. now. There is not a Lego rock band. <laughs> There's a version of rock band that's Lego rock band. <laughs> so, is, is it the game with Legos or a Lego set that's rock band? No, no. It's the video game rock band, but it's Lego rock band. Like, I believe you just played it with the Rock Band controller, but, like, the graphics were Legos. (laughs) Why? Brand synergy? I remember when they did it with... We do a lot of brand uh, synergy (laughs) discussions on... They did it with uh, the Beatles. Wasn't there a Beatles Rock Band? There was the Beatles Rock Band. There was Aerosmith and Van Halen Guitar Hero. There's Guitar Hero Metallica. There's a Metallica Guitar Hero as well, I think. Um, Yeah. I think, no... See, now I want to know how many variants of like special edition guitars out there for both rock band and uh guitar hero because i at least i knew for the beatles one you got paul's uh uh, iconic like uh violin looking bass so i don't know if uh, i don't know if most of these came with like a special guitar because most of them were just sold as a disc and sometimes i don't even think they came with a guitar like i could be wrong about that don't quote me on that Mm -hmm. um but i know there's like guitar hero like the 80s songs and stuff like that but i had completely like somehow the missing thing in my mind was this lego rock band that is in fact a real game that was on like the wii and the the ps3 and the 360 i believe maybe a few other things it might have even been on the ds but i'm not like there was guitar here on the ds that's for sure but like i remember that i do remember that (laughs) lego rock band why haven't we had a lego rock band too (laughs) uh i don't think rock bands even in the no, I don't remember. I they're, feel they're like even Rock Band still business. might be getting DLC, or like was for the longest time. Like Rock Band, I don't know. It still might be getting DLC tracks. I could be wrong about that. Again, I don't know for sure. But for some reason, I feel like it might be, or it, it like recently ended or something. But Rock Band is one of those like Xenoverse type games where <laughs> just when you think the DLC is done. They bring you right back in. 
<laughs> oh. oh man. Anyway, yeah, that's just something that's been rattling in my mind. I've been thinking about Lego Rock Band a lot lately. Like we, we were playing Guitar Hero Arcade as we do every now and then. The other day, and I was like, I had f- totally forgot to bring it up, even though it was rattling my head. I'm like, wait a minute, there's a Lego Rock Band. <laughs> um, I did always prefer Guitar Hero's um, controllers more than the Rock Band ones, though. Like the buttons on the Rock Band ones always felt a little squishy to me. Um, mm-hmm. so when I did like rock band demos and stuff, at, cause I never actually had the game. Um, I would always do like the drums at like the, the old Walmart kiosks back when like the Wii came out and they had like the Mario, uh, galaxy demo. And then the garage band demo It was kind of like fun times. Uh, oh, that's, now you don't have video game kiosks a, like, in, in stores anymore. No, <laughs> that's a, that's a lost like art form, yeah. honestly, because like it would have demos to see what up like like that's when we're playing a demo game to convince you to buy yeah and like even like mcdonald's had kiosks where they would have demos as well they had those little gamecube kiosks in some mcdonald's oh my goodness i'm gonna have to this has been in so i always have certain things stuck in my head since like childhood years because they just they've left such like it's one of the things where it's so hard to like not remember no i get what you're saying it's like me seeing the final fantasy 9 demos at at target on ps1 back in the day i i might have like a sort of a mission i have this memory of playing a ps1 or 2 demo disc and it obviously had multiple demos i don't remember one game I don't remember its title, but I remember the game of it. But I don't remember what it was. I don't remember the title. But the reason why I'm bringing it up, like, that's going to be impossible to, you know, find. I mean, not impossible. There's so many. There's only so many demo discs. But I guess to be kind of where that era time frame it was, it was I remember the other demo was either a Ratchet and Clank, like, one of the PS2 games, or it was a Clank, like, the PSP game. I don't know what it was, but all I remember... Yeah, all I remember from that Ratchet and Clank demo was there was a part of that demo where Clank is like a giant, massive robot, like he's a mech, yeah, and he's like running on some sort of like ground floor and like demolish. I don't know what it is, but that's like kind of like I need that to find out what that other too. game like, was. Do you want to know what the Ratchet and Clank game was, or what the no, or, no, or what I, the missing game? Was? I know, yeah, I know what the Ratchet and Clank game was. I just don't... Re- well, I don't know the title of it, but I know it was a Red yeah, yeah. Clank game. There's only a couple. I want to know... Yeah, I want to know that exact demo because I want to know what the other game was because I have it stuck in my head. And I just... It's not that I can't... I, like, I can remember it, but I can't describe it. So it's like it's stuck in my head for, oh, 20... 16, 17 years now? Like, it's been stuck in my head for that long. <laughs> well, I guess the and mission after we remember. record would be to find what's on PS2 demo discs and then compare notes on, like, oh, mm-hmm. what are the games around it that you remember versus the games it that you It might have been a remember. Devil May Cry game. It might have been. It may... It, it, here's the thing. I will say it was Devil May Cry-esque if I could, re- like, could describe what type of game it was. It felt like that. So it might have been, an, like early devil may cry demo that i just either that or some first party hack and slash because i don't know if like Mm -hmm. the playstation demo discs did third party stuff the guy had like or not magic he had like magic abilities that's what i'm trying to remember like i remember the guy had like it it was a single protagonist like it was it was a dude wasn't like a dark cloud or something right because i feel like that's an rpg but i also feel like you just press a button to attack on i've never played it so i'm only going on like based on what i've seen i I remember it being like, like you know, like a hack and slash third, 
3D like like camera fix. I don't know if it was fixed camera angle, but it was definitely like you can run around in an area for a while. But that's because you're talking about game kiosks and just reminding me of that incident like in my childhood. I cannot forget. Yeah. Oh, like every time I think of game kiosks, I immediately see me down this aisle of Target as a kid. Kind of similar to the Diablo things we were talking about, except this was the PS1 aisle. And there's like an RPG, which had to be Final Fantasy IX mm-hmm. based on the time. Um, cause it didn't look like eight. It was like very grassy and everything. So I'm like, it's gotta be nine. And then other things I, I remember like playing armored core four, um, at like GameStop, like, or, or like burnout mm. paradise. I always wanted to play burnout paradise and armored core four when the, the PS3 dropped. Cause they, those were the prominent demos. Um, but yeah, it's weird to think about stuff like that. Stuff we remember stuff that's been locked away, like, like a rock band, like, Mm-hmm. It, it didn't even register i was like wait a second lego rock band and then i saw the cover and i'm like oh my god i remember this. <laughs> uh, crazy. yeah all right so again before we get into games today we are going to uh do some announcements on the upcoming episodes actually so we don't usually do this on the podcast mm-hmm. but since we're approaching episode 150 um we are going to take um a bigger break um, from doing episodes after 150 not like months and months and months or anything it'll probably be from whenever 150 airs to like early or mid january so um about the same length as the break was between 100 and 101 so like the 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 end all be all is to do a, a bigger break every 50 episodes because it's kind of hard for a, a team of two to do the whole like editing and like Sometimes it's hard to just buy a bunch of games to talk about on the podcast. Like, luckily, we've had PS Plus and everything. Um, so, like, mm-hmm. just we're, we're going to talk about this one, like, 12 weeks in advance here because this is 139. Um, there will be a, 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 a pause for a, a little bit um, to do some mental health recharging, you know, recharge our batteries. Uh, but I always feel like it's necessary to make sure that we announce that on the podcast because uh sometimes even we need a break from <laughs> playing yeah. a, a ton of everyone games. it it's always good to take a break because i don't ever think i want to get to that point where i mean we've been close yes like, so the first we time we non-stop. ever took a break was after the 71st episode and like it was this brutal because we had to do two in one night and one was like a two hour long ghost of sushi mm-hmm. episode um and i was like okay we gotta we gotta take a break so like after that i was like okay we could do uh we, we usually do a small couple week break after you know uh episodes in the quarter hundred range so like every 25 but after the halfway through 100 range after like 50 episode marks we take a longer break um so we can recharge and kind of like refocus and work out kinks in the in the podcast and um We've, we've, as you probably have noticed, we uh, have been working on formats, um, doing games first, and sometimes cutting news in favor of keeping the discussion on a game going. And we've tried to make our episodes like a palatable 50 minutes because back in the day, you know, we've gone like an hour and a half on oh, some episodes, <laughs> which is, it's tough on the editing. Um, but we just wanted to illustrate um, a little bit of what's coming up because I do think we have some exciting things um, coming up. So as m- if you're listening, you might know um, if you if you're into paying attention to release dates of things and th- there's actually going to be a news story about this. Um, October is like wild. Oh, that's going to be. Ooh. October has like a 10 day period where like 10 things are coming out. And the way we've been doing our podcast discussions it's super hard to like 
The reason I have a list is because there's not enough time in an episode to discuss everything that I want to talk about in an episode. Um, so with 10 games coming out all at once, the idea behind the break would be to play those during the break and then come back and have a fresh batch of things to talk about i know there's a few things like some of these games that are coming out have three games metal gear solid collection arkham collection Mm -hmm. um so i know we're going to want to like dedicate entire episodes to like each game of the metal gear series and it'll be hard Mm -hmm. to do that with like mario wonder spider-man sonic superstars alan wake hot wheels batman and i know i'm forgetting something um all at the same time and then mario rpg and persona 5 tactica those come out around that like uh, like a month later um Mm -hmm. so that'll be stuff that we're doing that will that will promptly get to um with 151 when that drops in january um but in in the coming weeks um we have a special episode planned for 150 it's going to be top secret for right now um we are going to do a game that you might not be expecting for tales from the map because tales from the map is returning this year and we're not doing resident evil again we are doing something completely Mm -hmm. different um so look forward to that but a few things that are maybes right now is um shredder's revenge is getting some dlc in a few weeks so i might have Mm -hmm. us like do some of that um, if we can either like get together and do that or do it over uh, share play, which is like pretty reliable mm-hmm. for beat em ups. Um, I'm going to see if we can squeeze in the Mario Kart Wave 5 tracks um, because we haven't done those yet, but oh, I've been yeah. waiting for us to like have the opportunity to play that so it's not just me talking about it because like i don't know for some reason when we do the mario kart insights um it's a good time um like rating the tracks and all that oh yeah yeah um and then a few other things that i've got kind of rattling out uh in my in my own mind is like i've started playing destroy all humans too i don't know if i'm going to like absolutely finish it anytime soon Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got Armored Core 6 coming, and I might be able to talk about that a little teeny bit um, on next week's episode um, because it comes out like the day before we usually record, which is Saturday. And then um, September's really slow with things, so I'm going to have to like check the SNES catalog or check the PS Plus catalog because it's going to be like uh pokemon expansions and cyberpunk expansions so like those don't necessarily take a long time to like delve into um one final bit of housekeeping here is that gamescom is like the opening night live will be the day before this episode goes up um we -hmm. are probably not going to be able to watch that live but i will pull out some highlights and trailers for us to discuss in next week's news section um Mm -hmm. as we know gamescom was like the first big news thing we talked about um on the podcast so we kind of make it like a thing every year to to talk about gamescom at least a little um but jeff's already kind of like set everyone's uh jeff keely's like set everyone's expectations to be like this is more or less a gamescom that's going to be about announced games there's probably not going to be any huge surprises although like you never know what might surprise somebody like a little game mm-hmm. could surprise one of us like i remember prince of persia like uh at the, at the other one it's like it's not a oh, huge game um... but like it was a surprising game what was it called prince of persia and uh it's that one that's coming out in January. <laughs> it's coming out, which apparently is pretty good yeah. because and or even like a uh, Karateka. Oh, Karateka, right? yes. Sure. So it was yeah, it's like that was pretty at least big for me. I like Jordan Mechner's uh, games, and I didn't realize like it was the same dude that made Prince Persia. So 
that stuff is like also like uh Jurassic Park, the Sinest yeah, version. The limited yeah, run like, little stuff like that. Um Karateka was something I, I I actually wanted to bring up at some point, like because we've been doing a lot of like revisiting games here. But Karateka has mm-hmm. like this documentary approach to it. So um mm-hmm. I guess that the Atari collection that they did, um is similar to that where you're like you read or watch videos about a game or stuff like that and then you play it like first you get the context then you get to play it. i believe that that's the same approach they're taking mm-hmm. with karateka so it's more it's not just a okay. game it's like a, a museum a history lesson and then you play the history you just learned about um is what i'm getting from that so that's pretty cool okay yeah. um so with all of that being said, I know it's a long-winded like housekeeping thing to to get started, but I, like I do want us to. Whose have... intro is twenty-four minutes? <laughs> Whose intro is twenty-four minutes? Um, it's definitely like some evergreen episodes we want to get here. Um, episodes that you could listen to anytime because like that's mm. the whole thing we've been going for. That's why we don't do news until the end of the show now, is because sometimes you might want to go listen to an episode that's about Horizon or Yakuza Like a Dragon stuff like that. Um, and you want to get right into, you know, the meat of a game versus, like, news take... Because, like, sometimes news took up entire episodes, and the only the only thing I think that's probably okay for now is, like, Nintendo Directs, because sometimes they're really long and good. But, um, yeah, there's a little bit of, little bit of housekeeping. So, World War Z. Something I've been trying to talk about for <laughs> weeks now. Um, so... I guess the way we can talk about this is in the context of Aliens Fireteam Elite. So you and me recently mm-hmm. replayed like the first three missions of Aliens Fireteam Elite mm-hmm. on easy. So like it, it was no big deal because our characters are fairly leveled up. I, I will say Fireteam Elite, honestly, that's the one game I will say if they've released consistent DLC for this, like maybe it's a free DLC map, but it comes with a battle pass. I wouldn't mind it because it is like pretty good. Just like play around with a friend or turn your brain off. Just kind of like go around, you know, killing some bugs. It's just, it's, it's pretty all right, but I would prefer them to have like consistent DLC maps or like new, new missions, uh, unlocked, you know, whatever this year's battle pass is 20 bucks, but you get, you know, two, four additional missions with new maps and stuff like that. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, and we know that the content itself, aside from the DLC missions, has been free. Like, there's been free Horde mode maps, and but, like, the mm-hmm. cosmetics are paid. They go on sale frequently, but, like, their base price is, like, a little too high, in my opinion, for what amounts to just cosmetics. And then they also have some, like, hidden cosmetics you can get in the game by beating really high difficulties, to which I question... Why would I feel good about earning those from beating the real high difficulties when the high difficulties are just going to frustrate me? Like, I get that, like, it's a reward for beating the higher difficulties, but for some reason, I feel like I'd be more enticed to do the higher difficulties with the costumes already. But I guess that's, like, Mm -hmm. anti-reward or something, so... um, So, Aliens for Team Elite, we kind of, like, I'll kind of, like, discuss World War Z, like, versus Aliens Fire Team Elite. Um, Mm -hmm. so World War Z is a zombie co-op shooter, surprise, surprise, based on, you know, World War Z, the book, World War Z, the movie, stuff like that. So it's like thematically more like Back for Blood, but it doesn't have Back for Blood system of creating a deck and drawing random cards, which is your stat boost. Cards is the worst thing you can add to any type of game. Need for Speed, Payback, and and Back for Blood. Do not put cards in the game. Unless you're a card game like Yu-Gi-Oh. Don't put cards in the game. Um, So it it doesn't have cards. And 
it's got a few weapons and you kind of change your weapons based on tier in the middle of a match. So immediately what stood out to me is that World War Z Aftermath on the PS5 has a lot of content. It has seven chapters. Most have three levels in them and a couple have Mm -hmm. four levels. And you have a set of survivors that kind of like rattle off of each other. There's like, I want to say probably around 30 playable characters. Um, They're all the same. They're really just skins and voices. And it's cool that you can take whatever of those 30. You don't like you have a set of four that will talk to each other, but you also can just pick whatever character you want. So like I usually played as Eloise from the France like portion of the game. And I just played as her in every like possible level because she was the coolest character to me. And this game is cool in that you can play it in third person or first person. So you can switch your your view at any time in the middle of a match whenever you want to. Um, But what immediately stands out for me is that the mission length feels just about perfect in this one for this type of game. Mm -hmm. So I think it's worth complaining with Aliens Fireteam Elite that on easy, things take 20 minutes. And on harder difficulties, I can see certain levels taking 45 minutes. And, you know, losing at that... 44 minute mark on a 45 minute match is got to be the most disheartening thing ever yeah uh i want to how how many games don't have like a time like i don't know losing losing matches that deep into it do you think it's worth going because i'm i'm trying to really debate if that's worth going back into well for a game that you I don't can't know if I pause, sing- it's really yeah, it's like, upsetting if you lose 44 yeah. minutes into like uh like like you've got one pesky alien coming at you at the end yeah. that like gets you from behind or something and it's like oh well guess i've j-. and it was hard enough to get to that point like imagine you're playing on like the third or fourth difficulty like harder intense and it's like well i made it this far and then all of a sudden bam there goes my 45 minute playthrough because something like had a cheap shot yeah it's like i'm really debating if it should like uh it not only worth going back but how many games are also like that as well because i don't know if any of them really are that sort of how would i say not forgiving because it's really aliens fire team elite that i point to as like mm-hmm. this is very very mean that this game like it's just a mean game like it's a fun game on the lower difficulties but when it wants to be mean it is mean mm-hmm. um so world war z has levels that average around 12 to 15 minutes um and i played on you know solo except for one level i think it was the first level of the japan section because it was just like mm-hmm. super unfair and unbalanced i think and i had to play that one online on easy and we still almost lost. So there's some balancing with, with that one that I'm not a big fan of. But the the way a match goes is you go through, you collect weapons as you go through, you replace them. You've got a, a, a primary, a side weapon, and a heavy weapon. And the further you are in the level, like higher tiers of weapons will appear. So you're never going to have to worry about picking up a level 1 weapon at the end of a match. You're only going to have level 3 weapons. And the way gameplay goes is you walk a little, you can sneak around certain zombies in low density areas, or you can Mm -hmm. go, you know, attack them. And then you'll have little areas where you have to set up like fences or, you know, shock wires or turrets, auto turrets or turrets that you can man yourself. 
and you know engage in combat with a world war z style zombie horde which um if you know world war z these are incredibly dense thousands of zombies running at incredibly fast speeds climbing over fences climbing on top of each other like pyramids so you have to think well you throw a grenade into these like into the bottom of this pyramid of zombies and they will all start to topple so like where you throw a grenade Mm -hmm. really matters um more so than like where you're shooting at the zombies because i feel like there's so many enemies on screen that like no matter where you shoot you're getting rid of zombies um and then sometimes Mm -hmm. they'll throw in wrenches like objectives like um make sure you defend this gate if zombies are attacking it here's a time limit for that you go you know shoot the zombies off that gate to to protect someone and then zombies might come from one direction and you have to like make sure that the gate is clear in in one direction and then go head off Mm -hmm. to the other and then make sure that gate is clear um it's really simple and really fun stamina was never a huge problem there's no meter for it but i feel like you run out at some point but it like takes a while some of the objectives are and of course i'm only playing on easy so like i know like there's objectives where you have to like go to certain locations to find things like key cards or something and i believe on the harder difficulties you have to just do more of this like instead of finding two key cards you might have to go find Mm -hmm. like six or seven um but like obviously this is not a game you want to play on the harder difficulties as a solo player it's just a little overwhelming but i found it to be relaxing the first person mode was good you have an infinite melee weapon that does really good damage it can really handle most enemies um now the one thing that might like put people off is like if a zombie like pins you down it's not like fire team elite Uh where you can press a button or two like do some qtes to get out if you're down by a zombie you will stay down until another person comes and destroys that zombie it has that left for dead original valve like mechanic where yes if a hunter uh, uh a jockey or, or a crusher comes and gets you like those specialty zombies you know like the big yeah. bad ones they could basically you, there's nothing you can do you're pretty much staying stuck in the permanent damage like phase until someone comes and deals with the zombie yourself yes the exact same mm. however mm-hmm. the ai in this game incredible gotta be the best ai i've ever seen in a co-op shooter they're on it they are literally on it as okay. soon as you're pinned so, down that ai like I don't see how a, <laughs> I don't see how a human player could do better because they are on it instantly. <laughs> Question to that now because in Left 4 Dead, if you had obviously your three teammates, it was pretty much they'll help you out. You're down to two, maybe it's a little you know little iffy. Down to one, it's definitely like uh, we'll see if they make it or not. And obviously, if you're by yourself, if the specialty zombie gets it, you're pretty much you know you're done for. There's nothing you yeah. can do. In this World War Z game, is it like? You know you'll always have yes. partners. Like, are the partners there infinite? Are they like invincible? They're not invincible, or but are like they on as easy mode vulnerable? at least, they mm-hmm. are not going to die unless you're playing like mm-hmm. the first level of Japan. In which case, like, I don't know how somebody can pull that off offline. Um, but they're not going to die for the most part. Like, I think in mm-hmm. my entire run through all the campaign missions, I had one complete wipe that wasn't in uh, Japan mm-hmm. level one. And I'm thinking it might have been, like, Russia level 2 or something. Um, but, like, as soon as you're pinned down, the AI will completely just flock to you. They'll all flock to you. It's like, forget okay. these zombies. We gotta save this. <laughs> we gotta save this player. <laughs> and then afterwards, you'll get some XP for 
um completing the 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 mission and it's it's not per character like i said the characters are more like skins it's so you can go into one of the eight or nine classes and level up perks in that buy new perks and the perks will do anything from like oh start with a grenade or have more health or your guns do more damage and then you can Mm -hmm. upgrade the weapons and they'll give you new skins um i believe all weapon upgrades stay like if you get a silencer you always have the silencer even if you're not running the skin that that, like if you're running a skin that doesn't have a silencer it's only cosmetic um so you'll like level up the damage and stuff like and it's designed to be replayed a lot because the um upgrades do expend like they're expensive you can prestige your Mm -hmm. characters stuff like that it's pretty chill i really like it i just like how like arcadey it feels and like i'm not usually feeling like i'm having to like sweat and try hard like my only complaint is that you can't pause in in offline solo um which bothers me for some reason um i think it's a valid complaint pretty reasonable yeah Yeah, that is (laughs) completely valid it reminds me like monster hunter world is like you can't pause in monster hunter world when you're playing alone but then rise fixed it um but yeah Mm. i i I really wish i could pause because sometimes i'm in a high density you know zombie area and i need to like check the oven or something to make sure my food is okay um and then i'm like you know what yeah Yeah, let me just get to this area and give myself a couple minute buffer so that i can go check the food um so that's like my only complaint um there is a horde mode there's tons of content here it's like so like this is one of those things it's like a miracle like i've almost bought this based on Mm -hmm. like how many good things i've heard about it so many times and then they dropped it on ps plus a while back i like it better than fire team elite because it just Mm -hmm. isn't so focused on just being so mean to the player because aliens fire team elite does not care (laughs) how you feel like when I originally ran Fireteam Elite before you had gotten it, like I think the third level of the game completely tore me apart on on easy, and then I was like, okay, I gotta oh, go man. online for this now. <laughs> but yeah, um, World War Z. It sounds like it's gotten a lot of like content updates over time. The level variety is is good. If if not the mission and enemy variety is not as good, but like the the location variety the the like chatter between the teammates and everything is really good um story eh, it's probably non-existent like there's a few like blurbs here or there but let's face it you're not really playing a game like this for the story like even in fire team elite i just tended to skip like what they were saying so i could you know play the game um but yeah like world war z real good very happy to have played it maybe i'll go back to it um maybe if they ever drop it for free on like essential one day we could run it um but overall i'd say like it was a worthwhile experience to to play this one see if world war z is so good how come there's no world war y well that's a question for the author of world war z (laughs) hey guy make world war y right (laughs) well no it's because they have y the last man there's a comic book why mm. the last man in my it's my head right. canon now that world war z is the sequel to why the last man how about world war elemental p <sighs> no world war abc <laughs> one two threes okay okay <laughs> so another game i've been playing is lost judgments uh we will probably go a little more in depth 
next week with that. Um, but um, uh-huh. I found it very funny. I didn't know this, but I found it funny to that. Um, Lost Judgment is in Eugene Show, like like a dragon. It's the same city. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's 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 uh, it's in the Yakuza or the Like a Dragon universe. Yeah, well, because that's yeah, the, Ju- the Judgment is a spinoff of um of Yakuza like a Dr- or like Yakuza or like a dragon. Um, the first game takes place in Kamurocho, but it was just so funny to me that this one takes place oh. in Yokohama. The location we haven't, I like how we haven't talked about how we went to go watch Enter the Dragon. Oh, we didn't talk about. See, that. I was gonna bring that up in the intro. But and then I got to like oh snap Lego Rock Band yeah, yeah we did watch Enter the Dragon because <laughs> that's you said like I said like a dragon it's like oh we watched Enter the yeah. Dragon last weekend yeah we that was a treat uh, that was your first viewing yes and I got to see it at a movie theater it's very cool <laughs> but that that goes back to back to uh, like a dragon because uh, uh fighting yes. that's a I I'll try to connect it in that way shape video games right <laughs> um but yeah I've put a little bit of time into Lost Judgment this week it's really the only thing i've had time for because i like got vampire survivors on switch but like i play it when i get home from work and i'm very tired so i like it's you can't i don't feel like you can be tired and play vampire survivors with like five thousand enemies coming up to you at once so we'll we'll delve into that at a future time as well as remedium sentinels which is a vampire survivors like um so we'll get into that we'll probably get into some armored core next week and you know whatever else pops up um i've also tried fortnite but we could talk about that on a different <laughs> <laughs> hey you're gonna bring up fortnite the worst welcome to the first day of the worst decision you'll ever make playing Fortnite. i've actually only played fortnite with you and i've only played a couple hours <laughs> yeah um but yeah we have pokemon drip black and white and this is the penultimate pokemon drip black and white i believe next week is the finale which means um we're close to another launch lineup episode which is what we do in between um seasons um we're looking at bryson he's an ice type gym leader um if you couldn't tell by the name bryson um bryson he's got like a i want to call it like a kimono type like article um, and he's got the mask he's got okay. the 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 ponytail on the back and he's got he's got like these uh what what do you want to call it slip ons but he's wearing shorts here's the thing i like the kimono yes it's very cool i like the the shorts are yeah. fine i think they're fine there's nothing wrong i'm not digging the mask i'm not yeah i don't know how i feel about it. i'm not really digging it yeah um it's definitely a choice um almost it, reminds me of like a, a ninja turtle mask it's a yeah, it's a it's definitely well. It, it we I guess if we could describe how the outfit is: regular kimono with one sleeve gone. Yes. So you get bare for you know arm you know showing muscles and everything. It continues with, the like Candace idea, like Candace from Diamond yeah. and Pearl, where she didn't quite look like she was dressed to be an ice type gym leader, but like maybe that she could be like, oh, I the cold doesn't bother, me. or like the you know the frozen thing, the cold never bothered Bryson anyway. <laughs> uh i guess so i guess that's what they do with these like i guess that's every sort of frozen type character that lives in like ice they're just like oh snow never bothered me what's snow you know i I, this is not cold i'll show you cold and it's like ice below freezing degrees like it's zero degrees but like i said i like the kimono i like even like the shorts i even like the slippers everything's i just it's the mask i'm like i it's i know i'm not i'm not really rocking with the mask yeah well, like, in terms of everything else, then, like, I'd say we'd both rank this one pretty high. Like, the, the kimono itself does have this, like, ice pattern on it. 
um this light blue and white ice pattern so like he not only has like a cool look to him but he's also going with his theme like some trainers that we look at some gym leaders don't feel like they match their theming which is important i think when we consider like the drip level yeah i would a part of me wants to give it like a two and a half but then also another part is like it's not that bad it's just the mask throws me off maybe if it was a uh a, a headband or maybe he had like something just something else and different accessory yeah i i think he'd look cool uh, with a headband i could picture maybe that. if he had a a propeller hat maybe one of those <laughs> See, any character with a propeller hat, oh, that's automatic five, but for deuce for me. It feels like that could be something like like for a flying type gym leader. Although, I like looking ahead, (laughs) I don't think there's any flying type gym leaders with propeller hats. Anyone who works for for the Pokemon, propeller hat on the next one. Um, so I I think maybe I'd give Bryson a 3.5 Badoofs out of five myself. I'll give him the three then. I'll, I'll give him the three. All right. Maybe maybe the head the eye oh it's not even it's an eye band yeah or what if the what if his eyes weren't like exposed and he just like did it to and enhance like the snow is so thick that he barely can see anyway so he does it so he can heighten like his I don't sense need of hearing. to see I can sense. yeah I know when there's heat coming from coldness that's a and my, Star my Wars sense type of uh, sensibility for this then yeah <laughs> use the force Bryson. See now that would have been cool. If he's just like my like if since I deny my my eyes, I heighten my ears and I can feel heatness from this. Snow. Okay, look, you gave me an idea, or you influenced an idea to to come to fruition. At some point in this podcast, we need to do an, a, a segment where we decide what Pokemon that Star Wars characters would have. Oh, maybe. <laughs> anyway, all right. Pokemon Drip, I believe next week is our last in the black and white saga. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's Iris um, or Dryden. One of them is Black and White 2's final gym leader, so I'll have to double check. Um, because, of course, we are going to do Black and White 2 at some point, but we're going to do that after we go through like the, the main game's gym leaders. Um, so after that, it'll be Pokemon Drip X and Y. Um, so, mm-hmm. and then afterward, after X and Y, it starts to become a little more complicated with like, um, the island, like captains and then like sword and shield. They're all kind of wearing a version of like the same thing. So it's a little different. It'll be a little different after that. Anyway, um, before we wrap up, there are a few more news stories that we hadn't been able to get to. Um, one of them is that Alan Wake moved its release date. So originally it was going to come out like right in the midst, like two days before Spider-Man, Mario, like Sonic supposedly coming around mm, that that's point. Like, Hot Wheels, Metal uh, Gear Solid, Arkham. That's a all, bad yeah. <laughs> time to just release something. Those are two pretty big IPs. Not releasing. to mention everything else around it. Like Metal Gear Solid Collection oh. is a couple days later. <laughs> Batman's a couple oh. days before. <laughs> I need to write this question down. I had a question I wanted to ask, but we can use it for another yeah. episode. I have to write this question down. Um, but yeah, they moved it to October 28th, which is still right on time for Halloween. So that's like, I feel like they wanted to release Alan Wake 2 close to Halloween. So like, look, you can buy the game on October 28th. You will still have Alan Wake 2 for Halloween. And this gives you time to appreciate Spider-Man and Mario. If those, I'd like, I'd argue those are the two biggest releases of October. Um, they both come out on the same day and it gives you, you know, a, a week to mm. appreciate those. Mario's probably going to be probably 10 hours. Spider-Man might be around 30 if I were to venture a guess. Um, 
and then you'll have like Halloween to to do some spooky stuff with Alan Wake. Um, DreamWorks is releasing an all-star kart racing game, so mm-hmm. get ready for Shrek and sure How to Train Dragon and Kung Fu Panda and probably some other stuff, Puss in Boots, all that stuff to to be in a fantastic new racing game. Um, and something that we have somehow not talked about for weeks now i i was kicking myself because we did a bunch of turtles news last week and i had this on the list limited run games is doing the turtles soundtracks for like all the old arcade and game boy and like snes games and nes games they're doing the soundtracks for all of them vinyl cd and cassette tape Mm -hmm. all of them there's like nine releases that they're doing of this (laughs) i think the hardest one to get is going to be cassette after i would say after the the initial yeah. run there'll be a couple of like vinyls out there but i think the cassettes are going to be one of those there i've noticed that i think today the time we live in cassettes are cause cassette releases are very yes, limited you don't really see those very small amount Didn't so Celeste it's when, when they sell out for Dude, one of them i think the, the gorillas last out like their last new album they did a cassette run but it was oh like, yes very yes they did it, it for like, sold out yeah very they, quick. The, the gorillas did that for for their most recent album they had like four versions of it that you could get they were like different colors yeah, yeah. i think they did that for another one too um but yeah this is one of those like man if i had one i'd have to have them all type scenarios but if i were to pick one probably turtles in time like, Turtles in Time is probably a safe bet for, like, which soundtrack I'd want to own for, for Ninja Turtles games. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then, of course, the Shredder's Revenge is bringing a few new playable characters uh, at, at the end of this month. So um, that'll be a mm-hmm. few weeks from now. And then we'll... Like, they're doing palette swaps, too, finally. I've been waiting for this for so long. Like, change your your turtles to like uh the 2003 cartoon version or you can play as like mm-hmm. the the 2012 version the rise version maybe the game boy version that'll be really sick um and yeah that's like all the holdover news we had um although the alan wake release date thing just happened like a couple days before we recorded this one um so yeah next week we'll probably be delving into a little bit of armored core but i do want to talk about lost judgment and it's like kind of similarities to um yakuza like a dragon but also how it's like really like a foreboding game like it's like some of it is off-putting but um we'll get into all Mm -hmm. that next week for right now robert would you say we've done an episode uh yeah that should pretty much wrap it up all right as always we want to thank you guys so much for listening uh please follow us on x at markers on the map and (laughs) yeah right you know (laughs) it throws me off that throws me off so much oh can we please go back to twitter please um please listen to us on apple Podcasts, where you can uh download an episode subscribe you can leave a five star rating and review please every little bit helps um we're also on google podcasts and spotify if those are your platforms of choice and we do like to end every episode with a world famous video game quote and i gotta say as far as world famous video game quotes this is one of my favorites you know ellie we really are the digimon world three and we will see you guys next time Bye. Later.